Welcome to episode 41 of the Mayberry Devotional entitled, What Would Andy Do? In today's episode, I'm going to look at episode 6 of season 2 of the Andy Griffith Show, Opie's Hobo Friend, and I'll use scripture from 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31. It says, So whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. I want to start off apologizing for this week's episode being late, and I completely missed last week's episode. I've been out of town working and have been really busy and just haven't had a chance to, to get it out on time. But we'll start off with looking at today's episode. And today's episode starts off with Andy and Opie taking the squad car out to do some fishing. They find a man leaving the lake who tells him that the fish aren't biting that well, and he even tried some of his magic fish talk. Andy admits that he's never been able to talk to fish, but he doesn't question the man's ability to. When Andy and Opie get out of sight, we see the lone fisherman look in the back of the squad car, and he ends up taking Andy and Opie's sandwiches out. Once they get finished fishing, they return to the courthouse, and we see Barney bringing in the fisherman on a vagrancy charge. When brought before the sheriff, we find out the man's name is David Brown, with an E, he says, and he and Andy start talking about their fishing. This confuses Barney completely, especially when Opie comes in and he starts talking to him also. Mr. Brown tells Andy that he's vacationing and just trying to get away from business. When Barney brings up that Mr. Brown doesn't have any money, he shows Opie a disappearing trick with a coin. Andy lets him go, and after Opie leaves, Andy and Barney discuss David Brown as Barney thinks that he's more than just your typical hobo. He thinks he might be some type of big mobster that's decided to come and stay in Mayberry, and Barney decides to keep an eye on him. As Opie goes out for some bubblegum, we see him standing in front of a bubblegum stand as David Brown shows him how gumball machines love to give free gumballs with just some magic words. Later we see that Barney has been true to his word, and he watches Mr. Brown, and he arrests him for loitering. And he decides to help Mr. Brown out by giving him a job at his house, trimming the hedges. While at Andy's house, we see Mr. Brown stall about doing the work. He, he talks a big game about hedge trimming, but in the end, he really doesn't do anything. The next morning, Opie gets fussed at for not cleaning his room. And he comes back with some of the things he's learned from Mr. Brown about putting off his cleaning, but in the end, it doesn't work. We see Mr. Brown as he's come back to trim the hedges, and again, he puts it off by going fishing. Opie again follows Mr. Brown's lead and ends up skipping school to try to go fishing, but he gets caught by Barney sneaking into the courthouse. The next day at the courthouse, Barney is taking a phone call, and he has more calls about things missing from the citizens of Mayberry. When Opie comes into the courthouse, Andy invites him to have lunch with him and Barney, only to find out that he's already eaten with Mr. Dave. Turns out the lunch he had was, well, it was the exact same things that were missing per the calls that Barney took earlier. Andy then decides it's time to have a talk with Mr. Dave. While down by the rail yard, Andy and Mr. Brown talk essentially about the lessons that he's teaching Opie. In the end, Andy asks Mr. Brown to leave the area as now Andy has to fix some of the bad ideas that Mr. Brown has taught Opie. The scene then changes as we see Barney bringing in Mr. Brown for stealing a purse. Specifically, it's Aunt B's pocketbook. Opie's walked in in the middle of the courthouse to catch the tail end of this conversation and realizes now that, well, maybe Mr. Dave might not be the best role model after all. After Mr. Brown is placed in the cell, we see Opie place the, the fishing lure that Mr. Brown gave him. He places it on the cell. After Barney leaves to take Opie home, Andy comes over to talk to Mr. Brown, admitting that he knows the purse that he took was one that Aunt B had thrown away. 
thus admitting he knows Mr. Brown didn't steal anything, but was helping to straighten Opie out. Andy is grateful and releases Mr. Brown so he can jump on the train that's about to leave Mayberry. The epilogue shows Barney trying some of the magic that Mr. Brown was doing, but not having much luck with it. He explains to Andy how it takes years of practice to become good at it. Then we see Opie come in. He shows Andy and Barney the exact same trick, but is much better at it than Barney was. Barney then storms out of the courthouse after Andy tries to make him show him how he can do the trick too, knowing that he can't do it. What I want to take away from the episode is the idea of being a good example. Now, I think it's pretty safe to say that Mr. Brown wasn't much of a good example to Opie. He made him think that gumball machines wanted to give free gum. He kept postponing trimming the hedges, and he even convinced Opie to skip out school to go fishing. And while Opie didn't realize it, he made Opie think that stealing other people's food was truly the way to live. In the end, David Brown tries to reason with Andy and tries to get him to let Opie make up his own mind on which way he wants to live. But Andy explains that you can't let children Opie's age make those kind of decisions. He said they'll always go for the easy way out. So Mr. Brown agrees to move on without really understanding the impact that he has on Opie. The scripture I want to look at comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31, which says, So whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. One of the things that Paul addresses in this chapter is whether or not Christians should eat meat that has been offered to idols as sacrifices, and he tells them that they should not. He goes on to say that whatever we eat, it needs to be done for the glory of God. I know when we sing, we sing to glorify God. When we teach others, we teach them so we can glorify God. When we preachers preach, it's done to glorify God if it's done right. When we act as a witness to others, we do it to glorify God. But have you ever thought that when you eat, you're doing it to glorify God? Or maybe when you're getting a drink, it's being done to glorify God. As Paul writes, we need to do everything for the glory of God. When we help others, do we do it to give ourselves a good name or to glorify God? Ever gave money to someone in need anonymously? Or do you let them know who it was? When Jesus was giving the Sermon on the Mount... He said we were to give, that we were not let one hand know what the other is doing. He's given a metaphor here, of course, to keep it a secret. When the Pharisees helped people in the New Testament, they wanted everyone to see how good they were and all the good works they'd done. They didn't want to glorify God. They wanted to glorify themselves. Now, getting back to Mr. Brown, he he wasn't a good role model. If you think of it in the way that Paul wrote to the Corinthians, Mr. Brown definitely wasn't doing everything to the glory of God. He was teaching Opie some bad habits, and not all the time directly, but he was definitely rubbing off on Opie the wrong way. There used to be a saying that was popular many years ago among Christians, and it was just four letters, WWJD, what would Jesus do? Then, of course, the Mayberry community picked this up, and we had to adapt it to fit our needs, and we asked WWAD, what would Andy do? Had Mr. Brown asked himself that question before some of the things that he did, I believe he would have acted differently. And I believe for many of us, if myself included, if we'd ask ourselves that same question, either WWAD or WWJD, I believe we would act a lot differently. Or at least I hope we would. So let's start thinking of how we can be a better example in our lives and in the things that we do. Pause more often and ask yourself, what would Andy do? I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Mayberry Devotional. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast, leave me a rating or a comment. I'd appreciate it. I hope you'll enjoy me next week as we'll look at episode 7 of season 2, 
crime-free Mayberry. Until then, thanks for listening.